Wanted to start out the podcast by giving a quick shout out to people that can spell. Ladies and gentlemen, the captions on this podcast are generated by an AI. I sincerely apologize that my hometown of Coleraine was misspelled. The texts and messages I have got from episode one telling me that I misspelled that has been staggering. And some looking through some of these messages, you would have thought I'd poison the town's water supply. So I'm sorry, it was not me. It was an AI. C-O-L-E-R-A-I-N. Please do not exile me from Coleraine. We're going to start out uh, the podcast, just go right into it. We'll do the sponsors about halfway through. Thank you. All right, everybody. Welcome to Ten Strings Tavern, episode two. All right. We're back. And we're back. After a back nice, successful soft launch. Yeah. I want to thank everybody for sharing the posts and stuff and getting started, like, subscribing. We really appreciate it. So this week, we have Scott and Cusick back, two members of the team. Third member of the team from Arizona texted me and said he's in town for a week. We got Jordan Murray, our finance guy, the one that I called and said, hey, I need help. I'm starting a podcast. It's getting bigger than I can manage. He said, this is a good problem to have. Let me help you out. And nice. Help us throughout. Welcome, yeah. Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm grateful you know, for you to even ask. Uh, appreciative of you having me on here excited to see you know where this grows the stories yeah that yeah. are going to be on this podcast after, after that first time we talked i got the phone i pulled a billy mass i'm like am i glad i called that because <laughs> 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 like you were like so what do you have this contract ready i'm like huh yeah, <laughs> yeah. no one. it's uh a lot of that stuff it's you know it's tough to even like wrap your mind around it if you've never yes. even been in that space. Right. Yeah. So it's um, to kind of put your mind on that kind of stuff and take away from the creative ability that you guys have. Right. So right. anything I can do to help, glad to. And we appreciate it. How was your Memorial Day? What it was good. It was good. Um, just got back from Hawking Hills. Oh, nice. Had a, had a bachelor party down in Hawking Hills oh, with nice. the boys. So. Nice. He, he got married down Hawking. Yeah. 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 It'll, be a, it'll be a year and, what, 11 days. Well, yeah, Congrats. 12 days. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it was Yeah, it's beautiful down there. I had a, we just had, we had a, just went down there. We basically eloped. We went down. Yeah. Got a cabin, just her and I. Best and way to do it. <laughs> this, this guy, God love him, for our actual wedding, he trekked us out in the woods. I mean, I have, I have pictures of it, but there's my my wife holding up her wedding dress, crossing like logs and ferns, and <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, and then we get back here, and it just opens up. It looks absolutely beautiful. So yeah, it. it was Love great. It. Now we uh, we had uh, one of the boys. He does the uh, DJing. So we're just out in the middle of nowhere, just just pumping it just, up, just pumping it up. <laughs> living, living, living life to the fullest. So it, it was a good bachelor party. Would you you uh, fix some water line breaks? I did out of work <laughs> Sunday, but hey, gotta do what you gotta do for the people. We went out Piedmont, had a little family okay. vacation, and it's a lot smaller than I thought it was. Yeah, like for it's it's like I'm used to Seneca, where it's just the most shoreline I think of any like lakes around us. But there was one marina, one little campsite, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And it was like the first time like we vacationed at a lake where I felt like the minority as far as like us and Amish. Was, oh yeah, sure. yeah. They, like, yeah. I'm not yeah. worried about upsetting any of them. I don't think they'll, think they'll hear this one. They might give us a yeah. I don't think they're going to give us a thumbs down on YouTube. So <laughs> right, um, that would be. Uh, I I don't know if we get Amish hate mail, it's going to be hilarious. I, I mean, there's just no other way. <laughs> It'll be the snail mail. So. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no nasty emails. Right. <laughs> Jebediah and Ezekiel were, were watching this and we were very upset, sir. His dad was with us and he was like, I could have told you there was Amish, a lot of Amish here to begin with because when we walked in the marina, every single uh, minnow was bought out. It's a... fishing <laughs> right yeah, yeah, the, uh, Amish, the, um, what do they call it? Sugar Creek? Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was my first Amish experience up in Sugar Creek. Just oh, thick yeah. of it. Yeah, just <laughs> living the life. Live, I know that's it. that's it though. Like some, you know, sometimes I, I envy that just off the every grid, day. just mm -hmm. every day. <laughs> and you know, and then after seeing what is it uh, was it breaking Amish or not breaking on Amish Mafia? Oh yeah. When yeah. I when I figured you could be you know in and 
Amish? Come on, man. <laughs> Guys rolling around in a CT4 and, you know. But, yeah. I, it's... I want to bring one of the sect leaders on here and ask him where he draws, like, where, because I think the religious leaders, like, make the rules up for, like, their family or their sect. But I want to ask, like, where do you draw the line, like, technology? Because, like, I was at Walmart waiting behind a uh, guy uh, buying a bunch of groceries, and he wrote a check out. And, you know, they immediately put it in an electronic reader. And I'm thinking, why can't you have a debit card if you're doing the same yeah. thing as going through? Mm-hmm. You know, where's yeah, it's, uh, they, can, they can't have a card. But I, the, I guess there's, it's, I mean, this is my ignorance coming out because I guess there's Amish and then there's Mennonite, Mennonites, yeah. right, which is yeah. like Amish light. And, but you have like, you can ride in a car, you can do all, but you can't have the car. You can, and even the Mennonite can wear different color. Like, right. I don't know. It's interesting. very interesting. Yeah, I'm sure that's what Jordan wanted here. It's bring, bring, bring him halfway across the country to talk about the Amish. <laughs> about the Amish. It's, uh, it. It, it's the hometown feel. I oh, love yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we actually don't. As to my knowledge, we don't really have any Amish out in Arizona. No, where at in Arizona are you at? Scottsdale. Okay. Mm-hmm. We went out there last July. Mm-hmm. My daughter turned 21. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, after multiple deployments in the desert, yeah, it's hot, but what are you going to do? Right. My wife hated it <laughs> absolutely hated it she's like we go back it's gonna be in the fall or the winter that's i'm not doing that heat again yeah it's uh now we're getting to the point where you walk outside and you're just immediately frustrated and, <laughs> and angry. Um, the, the nice part is about this time of year because i i golf um 5 15 tea times no kidding yeah well you, you got to it's yeah. already you know yeah. 95 degrees um get all 18 in before 8 30 start your day and you know, that's for for me. That's kind of my go-to. And then you're like us old people. You're in bed by seven thirty at night. By 7, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I, uh, Where's the golf course to golf in Arizona? Man, there's a ton. Um, so I just played uh, Greyhawk. Greyhawk is beautiful. Um, and then, I mean, there's there's a ton out there. I haven't played at the uh, TPC Scottsdale. Um, but that's where the waste management open is. So that's yeah. uh, that's kind of a premier one that people go to. But I kind of stick with the. I mean, you say hundred dollar courses. Right. Some yeah. of them are you know two three hundred dollars. I try to stick to the you know sixty eighty dollar courses. And I'm not I'm not good enough to play hundred two hundred dollar. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's actually right. I should because I know I'll get my money's worth. Say, I'll yeah, be over yeah. in this rough. I'll right. be yeah. over yeah. in that rough. You're paying for Sean, really. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in that. I'll get my money's worth. Uh, you factor in the balls that are in the water. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the price can rack up quick, but yeah, it's definitely that's what it's all about. But no, I'm, 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 I don't, I'm not even worthy to go to Top Golf. <laughs> so it's. Uh, I I went to Top Golf once. I have no idea how to golf anything, but I hit like center and just on a random chance, and it was like you you've been invited to like compete in Vegas. Next. Yeah. Cusick's went out to Vegas here when? Uh, yeah, since September. I was warning yeah, him about that. So. He, as soon as you step off that plane, just feels like something. A while. Bachelor uh, party. Okay. You guys will have a good time. Yeah. Late September. September yeah, I was going to say, late September might not be too Yeah, bad it won't be too. I mean, it definitely won't be like now, but right. Las Vegas gets hot too. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I just hope you come back a lot heavier in the pockets than oh, you I do hope so. when you went out. A so. lighter in the pockets, you know. Time will tell. But it can get away from you. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, we've seen it <laughs> firsthand. Ben Horse racing here yeah, 20 yeah. minutes ago. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> we were like, I was like, he's betting on horse racing. And, and, and Razor asked him, he's like, so which ones are you watching? He's like, oh, Mountaineer. He said, the Japanese ones don't happen until the <laughs> middle of the night. <laughs> How do you know this? Um, Months of practice. You guys, do you have sports gambling? We do. Ohio, yeah. January okay. 1st. Yeah, okay. it just started. So yeah. No longer do we have to drive to the island and <laughs> place a bet. Ten minutes away. No, but, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the FanDuel app has just no, yeah. consumed my life. No. No kidding. <laughs> just $5 moonshots every single game. And those parlays they have are so interesting that you yeah. can bet on. You can't pass it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, this one has to hit. The other two thousand didn't hit. See, I always like the beginning of uh, college football season because you'll get those spreads where, like, Mm -hmm. it's like a seventy-three point spread. It's hard enough to score seventy-three points, let alone beat a team. So Mm -hmm. I jump all over those ones. Mm -hmm. And then the Bamas, yeah, yeah, Ohio States, yeah, they always have huge spreads. And then there's that team from up north when they got whooped by Appalachian State, Mm -hmm. which 
Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't bet it, but I loved watching it. So watch it on replay. That's yeah, all the time. Of course, I can't say squat. The last two years yeah, they've handed us our ass. So tough last couple of years. Yeah, it's. But... What do y'all think of those Celtics? Oh man, That's... I was I was betting the Heat game four through six because I wanted them to win. Mm-hmm. So then I bet this. I wanted the Heat to win. I bet the Celtics game seven Heat win. I sacrificed some you money. You reverse psychology I did. on it. Yeah. Sacrifice some money for the heat to win and love it. it worked out. As a Celtics fan, you're an asshole. <laughs> I get that. I mean that for all of Boston right now. Well, Anybody just... from Boston, it's uh, Jeremy Cusick <laughs> at hotmail.com. That way you can get you can get the Celtics hate fan and the Amish all to your email. So it's bring uh, it on. Was it three five Colerain? Was it the last? <laughs> was it the last game or the game before where it was? You you almost thought that Heat won. It was, game, it was game six. Game six. Game six. I, yeah, I saw this video of a wedding in Miami. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? They yeah. thought they, they won. They thought they yeah. won. So somebody starts screaming, they won, and they had banners, streamers, like <laughs> everything coming from the ceiling. I and love you it. You see everybody dancing. Like a couple guys check their phone and going like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Yeah. <laughs> trying to cut it out. Well, they said same thing I saw on TikTok where there was uh, the, in the stadium or the arena for the Heat. Those people were going nuts, and some poor kid's wearing a Tom Brady shirt. <laughs> and they're just blasting him, and he's like, you watch, you watch, history's going to be made. And then turn around, and they did, like, same thing. They're just, yeah. like, jaw-dropped. It was it was great, but. <laughs> well, if Tatum doesn't get hurt in that first first play, darn near. Yeah. That game goes different, but it'll yeah. be good finals. Will be good finals. I, I think um, I think these are the, the – the Heat would be the best match team. Yeah. I, I, I think the way that they're set up. Um, they're a good I th- team. I think, I, yeah, yeah, a good team. Yeah, they don't have. You know, I mean, obviously they got Jimmy, but um, yeah, I, I think the Heat would be if anybody can contain yeah. the Joker. He's going to be a problem. Though. Probably Bam and Bam and company. No, I, I I think Denver wins it in five. I think yeah. the Heat will get one in, but I think it's just, they're just. I think you know. Coming off what, nine, nine just, days rest. It's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're rested, waiting, and yeah, they're deep. They, yeah, are. they are deep. super deep. Jamal Murray's been unstoppable mm-hmm. this playoff. So, and it was enjoyable watching him knock off the Lakers. Very so. enjoyable. But the only thing I can contribute to the conversation <laughs> is going Celtics. How <laughs> 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 about that green team? <laughs> Did you see that that team hit ninety four baskets? No, that's that's points. Right? That, that's, that, that's, that that's, team beat that team. Yeah, that green <laughs> green and white team beat the red and white team and. I got jumped last week because I called it points in baseball Ooh, instead of runs. Yeah. But that's all right. Yeah. yeah. We we got to make fun of ourselves at some point. We have to. Have to. But. So. Um, dead times. Dead times. <laughs> <my cut>. um, <laughs> no, there, and that's, it's always like a behind the scenes thing. So yeah. I always wish that like at the end of yeah. podcast, they had like a. Like a blooper reel, yeah, like they did with the old eighties movies, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like you know everybody fucks up. Yeah, I don't know that that blooper reel from last week probably still would have been offensive. <laughs> after this, after we film, I'll show you some stuff. I, 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 I could only imagine. I'm, I'm guessing we wouldn't have made Spotify as fast as we did, but De- demonetized <laughs> just immediately. I think as soon as we hit the stop button, so we were like, oh, we all remember, like ten minutes yeah. in, we're all good. All <laughs> <laughs> but um so um jordan what else i mean you you've represented major league baseball players you football players um bare knuckle boxers bare, yeah bare knuckle fighters yeah and um so uh um, fighters is, mm-hmm. it, is it boxing or because i know there's leagues where there's bare so knuckle. it's it is the bare knuckle yeah bare knuckle boxing okay. yeah because i know yeah, there's a yeah. league where it's like almost mma too with bare knuckle um so this one that I did, it was just straight boxing. boxing. Yeah, yeah. So I actually did the uh, the inaugural event for for bare knuckle. Um, oh, they they yeah. had it out in um, Wyoming and Cheyenne, Wyoming. So yeah, I um, represented one fighter, helped him with the marketing, the sponsorship stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you know, for me, it was more like a chance to be a part of history. Yeah, but, um, right. Yeah. Because it so, took yeah. it took it did take off. It did. They're it getting did. some like former UFC fighters that mm-hmm. have big fan bases that are crazy. They put them in there, and now they're just they're just flourishing now. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's insane. Um, but out of all the sports, is there is there one that stands out that's like 
I don't know, like the most red tape that you got to loop around, like Major League Baseball or NFL or maybe um, even the bare knuckle? Or is it just, or is it pretty much across the board? It's. Yeah. I w- so um, I did an internship with uh, Drew Rosenhaus. He okay. did, he opened up a baseball division in Arizona. Yeah. So our big guy that, that we had at that time was Shane Bieber. This was before, you know, AL Cy Young, you know, be- before he really took off. Yeah. Um, I was super way in the background doing like day to day, um, getting, um, they call it mound time. So essentially you are renting out a facility for them to use the mound to pitch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so that batting cages, stuff like that. Um, I liked baseball. Um, I had the most involvement in football. Um, so I worked with an, uh, a licensed NFL agent. And again, I did more of the marketing kind of the day to day, um, helped on the training part of it. Um, I would say out of all of them, probably football, just because of my past work experience, I used to be an equipment manager right right out of college. Nice. So it it was kind of cool to kind of pivot over to the business side after being in the team aspect of it right right um so that i would i would say that was probably the coolest part but sport wise i think bare knuckle you know i I really only did that one event very unique yeah just seeing these guys just like beat the shit out of each other i could imagine the fans there a lot too yeah and it was in cheyenne wyoming because i think i believe the reason why People are going to fact check me. I believe the reason why they did it in Cheyenne, Wyoming was because Wyoming was the only state that would sanction it at yeah. the time. Um, so they couldn't do it in Nevada, couldn't do it in Vegas, couldn't do it oh, wow. in any other state. Yeah, but there was, yeah, somebody at the sports board in Wyoming was like, sure, why not? So, <laughs> <laughs> and I got on a plane and, uh, so what I had to fly into Denver, I think, and then drive up to Cheyenne at the time. Oh, damn. How long was that? A couple hours. A couple it hours. wasn't too bad, but yeah, it was. Um, that was that was a really cool experience because I got to see the setup, the you know the media behind it. So that that yeah. was really cool. But nice, that's crazy. Just I can't. I don't man. I just even MMA, you see that they beat the bejesus out of each other. Yeah. yeah. And then bare knuckle, just. Mm. And these guys, just the way that they can take a just a square punch in the yeah, nose, yeah, yeah, right. just not even be phased, just right. come right back. And uh, the guy that I represented, he was a heavyweight, so I was kind of locked into the heavyweight division, watching you know all the different fighters and just being able to see these guys bash on each other. And then you know yeah. after the fight, dap each other up, and you know, <laughs> yeah. guys are losing <laughs> teeth, and yeah, so it was. Uh, out of all the sports, that was the wildest, um, but I had the most involvement in the football part of it. That's cool. That's it'd, be, really cool. it'd be cool to go to that first event because nothing is down to science. Yeah, no, everybody's kind of figuring out what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even just um, they had like ring problems because it was the yeah. first time that they were using that particular type of ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember the first fight, like a guy kind of got pushed into the ring and one of the uh, turnstiles snapped off. So then they were like, trying to find a way to get this turnstile back on. Probably, at that time, probably zip-tied it and yeah, like, like, super-glued it together because it was, you know, a very, not I don't want to say a thrown-together thing because the guys that did it, they, they did put a lot of effort and time into it. But right. kind of one of those things, you don't know what you don't know right. on, uh, yeah. on the first learning event. Learning experience. When's the next big event? Bare Knuckle? Yeah. You know, I'm not as involved in it. Um I'd see it all the time on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of states that have since, you know, granted oh, that. Yeah. Saw that money rolling in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I know that they're all over the place. I, I see it on, uh, so Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Yeah, BKFC. BKFC yes, yes. Is, mm-hmm. is what it's called. I think like so. Mike Perry from UFC is like the king of that. He was crazy. Yeah. He was yeah. crazy like to begin with. How many more years until the tough man goes bare knuckle? <laughs> hopefully never. Yeah, hopefully never. It's actually not going to be bare knuckle. I mean, I guess it is because it'll be these knuckles here because they always yeah, swing when they're yeah, yeah. It's we, should, we should have our own valley bare knuckle yeah. fight. Yeah. 
Um, just, just go down to Belair midnight. There's some dive bars we can go into probably this evening and see some. It's find, find a couple good matches. Right down the road. One night, what, three fights going on in the parking lot at once? Three fights going on in the parking lot at once. Staying there, just taking it all in. And I, yeah, we were just watching it all happen. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The one I always like to go to is the Blue Angel. Blue yeah. Angel, Blue, Blue Angel. Angel. That, that, that's my spot. Where's Where's that? Uh, down Shady, in Bel- down Blair. Oh, Blair. Oh, Blair. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Down, down by the high school. See, I'm more north of High Valley, like Winterville, gotcha. Steubenville, gotcha. Toronto. Kind of. Okay. I know that stuff up there. Down here, I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. Which when we were when we did the last podcast, and somebody said, you know, where would you eat? Like, where would you take a date? Yeah, yeah. For, a, first, high for a High Valley food, you know, like two people was like, what about Naples? Like, yeah, um, I I didn't think about it. But the other thing is too is I mean, not Naples is phenomenal. I absolutely right. love yeah. them. But it like that, I'm thinking you can get Italian food anywhere. Yeah, Coleman's yeah. is that kind of like yeah. just well known. I mean, even the guy from uh, what's it, um, Practical Jokers, Joe, what is it, Joe Gatto, Gatto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. did a state. I guess he for 40 minutes just talked about Coleman's fish. <laughs> that's all, that's all. Yeah, that's all. He, he was just. He goes. Yeah, that's he all I heard was Coleman stuff. fish. Coleman fish. And he goes. I went down there. And he says it's just a fish sandwich. <laughs> no, Joe, it's not. It's, so. it's definitely not. Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah, my go-to is when I come home. Coleman's. Um, my cousin Adam Lucy owns the Central Grill, so I always go down there for wing night. Okay. And then um, the Roosevelt. For oh, I've heard really good things. Yeah, Where's the Roosevelt? Yeah. It's uh, in Bel Air. Bel Air. Okay. I've heard really a lot good of good things about that. Yeah. 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 The yeah. grill. They mm-hmm. got very good wings. They do have great wings. But yeah, the the Roosevelt. If I need some Naples is good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if I need a little uh, Italian while I'm home, the Roosevelt, the Nakis, can't beat it. Can't beat them. Can't beat it. It's uh. I have to I have to find that place. I'm a sucker for Italian food. Mm-hmm. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Sage and Soul Decor Rental. If you are planning a wedding, shower, reception, any event that you need some add some fanciness to, look them up. They have multiple collections online you can choose from. You can mix and match and put together a nice package that's uh, built for you. Save you all kinds of money, saving you the stress of having to buy decorations for your own wedding, turn around when it's supposed to be your honeymoon and then try to find somebody to buy those decorations from you. Sage and Soul takes away all those steps, all that hassle, go check them out. I wanna preface the second half of tonight's episode and a special thank you to my wife who told me that preface isn't a word. But I'd like to preface the second half of tonight's episode by saying this was actually shot in uh, separate days. If you're wondering why our clothes changed, or if you're wondering why Q's isn't here, if you're somebody that's watching the video of this, it's because we had to come back in after a, a little technical error and uh, refilm our ending. It was happened to be on a day that Q's went to Neil McCoy, so we're going to have him back in the studio and tell him all about his time there. But uh, here's the second half of the interview with I Ask the Ohio Valley Questions. Probably apologize really well. So. <laughs> I would hope he. I would hope he would. But <laughs> so we're coming back with three fresh questions from Ask the Ohio Valley. These are from our viewers, and uh, they submitted to them in between days of film. All right, Pete, what's the answer? Some Jordan as our special guest. We have one that you can read out loud. All right. I realize, like, if I read them all and try to post them like TikTok, it's just my face every time I read. Them. <laughs> all right. If you had to compete in any high school sport arena, field, court, etc. in the Ohio Valley, where would you want it to be? It cannot be anywhere that's part of your alumni. That's a, so where would you want to play away if you had to pick? If I had to play away or if I was on, like if I played like for, for that team that would be the home team. If you're playing an opposing team, where would you want to go to be on the away side? Oh, so if, oh, who do you think maybe has the best stadium, the best looking court? Anywhere you'd prefer to play away, yeah. like an away home game. Um, in the Ohio Valley, that's. Um, I know Creek just got uh, turf up there, mm-hmm. and uh, it it's a really sharp looking stadium. You know, Death Valley with Big Red. It's not visitor side friendly at all they did that yeah. they did that on purpose and it's just mm-hmm. you're basically under the bleachers so harrison central's got a beautiful they just field. Redid theirs. Yeah, yeah it's nice um 
Wow, that's. Did you play football when they had they redid to the blue and the silver? Um, I believe so. I yeah. believe that was still there. I knew they. I or no, it, no, it wasn't. No, it was. I, I it knew was it was still, like a couple years after. It was, it was still, still the high grass. Yeah, it was, it was high grass. Oh. I vividly remember rolling my ankle on the high grass. Um, what, what did you prefer playing on? turf or grass because everybody's moving to turf now yeah you know the the turf is tough because it's um you know you see some guys in the nfl getting injured pretty bad mm -hmm. now and um you know the turf just has no give to it you know i personally prefer grass if it's yeah. well kept you know if they roll it and and everything's flat um you know fairies field i i loved playing on fairies field you know the first couple yeah. years that it that it was uh that they kind of created it but um yeah, I'm I'm more of a natural grass. Yeah. There's those little injuries like turf toe, right, that you get from just stopping and not having any give. Yeah, I I still don't understand turf toe, but um, I guess it really messes you up because there's too many guys that are always out for a long time for for toe injury. So yeah, the uh, the the turf toe, I've never experienced it, but um, you know, it's it's crippling if you if you can't plant on your on your foot and you just have no strength yeah, in your right. big toe turf toe is like a pulled hammy just okay lingering constantly yeah so i don't know where would you pick then um you know i was, I was thinking football places but the first one that came into my mind was saint c basketball i don't know if it was the fairy saint c rivalry but every time we played in saint c it was loud yeah um so saint c um yeah, I would say Saint C, and then you know I actually like playing at Wheeling Central too. Um, basketball, basketball. basketball. I uh, they they were pretty loud too. So, what would be your spot, Jake? Um, Saint Clairsville football field for ultimate frisbee. Oh, that's where we always great. would meet up. Love it. All right, it. a little curveball there. Oh yeah, well that's the only one I really <laughs> met up and This is for you. Okay. If it pertains to you. It'd be better if you read this one. If you had to two, if you had to choose two places in the Ohio Valley to pick up supplies for cooking, a meal at home, where are you stopping? Two places to stop and get stuff to cook a meal for your family. Where are you going? Um. Well. For me, uh, for produce and stuff, I'd probably I'd go to Jebbia's. Yeah, when you think yep. produce, that just automatically yeah, clicks. That place is impressive. Uh, meat, um, first place that comes to mind is Jacob and Sons, mm -hmm. uh, but also there's uh, McConnell's out in Richmond, Ohio. They McConnell's? Really, yeah, they have really. So, um, yeah, that's. Definitely Jebbios, and then, uh, like I said, I probably would be Jacob and Sons just because it's closer to my house now. Yeah. Instead of Kaylee and I get these, uh, they're called grill packs from Jacob and Sons. They're like, I think the biggest one might be like 125 bucks, but you get enough steaks and anything mm -hmm. like you can cook for like months. Yeah. And what's nice is like, like you go to McDonald's and you try to get a meal for your family, like a combo for one person's like seven dollars now. But what was it? We got an autumn spice like chicken sausage for like seven dollars of feta all, and it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's fast food places are getting ridiculous anymore. Yeah, yeah, totally unnecessary the price, but yeah, same. As soon as you read that question, Jebbia's and uh, yeah. Jacobs was the first thing that popped into my mind. Jebbia's is like a uh, like a foodie heaven if you want to cook your own dinner. Oh, yeah, with. and um, the other thing is too is um, it would also depend on what meal I'm cooking because if it was more towards. Uh, Italian side, then I'd probably go up to Stoneville to uh, Federico's. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of great stuff up there if you're doing, yeah. Great deli too. So, um, but yeah, like I said, it's Jacob and Sons and Jebbia's off the top of my head. There's Ebert's. I've never been there. Never been. I, oh, yeah. Never been never there. Never been. Mm. Well, in recent years, they turned that place. And it's like a little lunch spot too. Mm. And you can have like receptions and different. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I know a guy that was DJing a wedding reception there. Mm -hmm. and I was. I've heard about it. Where is it? Uh, St. Clairsville, right before you get into the mall plaza on the left. If you're going on 40. Gotcha. Yeah, 40, okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. Cause they just flattened all that out there. They had big machinery up there. Uh, clearing all that out. 
Yeah, before Undos. Before Undos? Yeah, yeah before, before Undos. undos. Okay. They actually, yeah, that big machinery, they're actually putting in a fill plant or a transfer plant. So it's, it's like almost like a landfill, but uh, they like just keep in there just momentarily before moving it to a different one. Oh. That's what's going up there right now. Okay. They're flattening a bunch of, bunch of hillside right there. All right, this is from our friend Hondo. He sent us in. Okay. I only wrote down people's first names. So it's going to be pretty obvious who this is. <laughs> All right. With nothing but the clothes on your back, could you go back in time at least 200 years, survive, like conquer the world, just like lead people, be able to do something cool with the like knowledge you have now? Appear 1823 in a t-shirt, shorts. Shirt on your back. So I'm assuming Hondo meant no pants, underwear, just the shirt on your back. Oh my lord! <laughs> Maybe I, I, probably not. I'm not going to arrive in 1823. Porky pig in it, man. It's shirt and no pants. No way. Run to the first person you see with your phone. Like, check this out. <laughs> Immediately get hanged. Yeah, I would get burned at the stake or some kind of crap. But, um, I mean, I think I could survive. I don't know about conquering the world. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I don't... Definitely not solo, but I I like my chances of galvanizing talent around me and and you know oh, really spearheading a, a new colony um, i'm confident in my abilities but me by myself mm-hmm. starting a fire i could hunt i could probably figure out how to fish but um yeah me doing everything by myself probably not yeah. as successful as That'd be tough. definitely you too Definitely you two would, <laughs> would trump me on that one. But I, I think I think I could galvanize the talent around me to uh to make a little strong colony. When I think if you could go back at least at least two hundred years, if I could choose, I would go back to like it'd be Renaissance England, medieval England during mm-hmm. the time of the Black Plague and be like, Listen everybody, let's stop throwing poop in the streets. <laughs> Listen to me for more ideas, follow me. Maybe I could do some sort of leadership role there. Yes. <laughs> The, oh, the knowledge would just be <laughs> yeah. ultimate power. They'd look at you like you're crazy. Then man. they'd think you were crazy because if they stopped doing that, then the plague wouldn't come. Yeah. And they were like, he was talking about some great yeah. sickness. So you'd yeah. st- I have immunities. I would walk around the streets to prove it. <laughs> Let people breathe in my face. That's it. Yeah, that's... Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I I think it'd be cool just to see stuff in, in, the, like, in a different time like that. Oh, yeah. It'd be... Um, like if you could go back, like, like at one certain point, just as a bystander to see like so many things oh, in yeah. history, yeah, to see how much that they like, what really happened, what really didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is uh, and not the answer question, but but my time would be even pre Egyptians. Um, you know, all the new formations and and structures that they're finding that are eight thousand years prior and no one has a solution of how they made it and how they made it uh if i could be placed in that time just to kind of know like what our history really was that would that would be my go-to yeah yeah i I mean i'm i'm hooked on that stuff where it's um like you know the the three pyramids line up with orion's belt like Mm -hmm. dead on balls Mm -hmm. accurate down there and just the stones and then the inner king's chamber. I guess there's like mm-hmm. granite that is like seventy thousand pounds. Yep. There's yeah. no way that the, with yeah. you know with just you know. And then those same structures are found on different continents when there's no mm-hmm. explanation. Right. But yeah, you know, anything correlates. Uh, uh, probably going to mispronounce it, but Gobleteki, I think, in Turkey mm-hmm. is supposed to be eight thousand years prior to. The pyramids man and so that that kind of stuff is just and it was uh preserved the way that it was essentially covered up so they they kind of knew that you know times were coming that that they needed to preserve this type of stuff and it's just it's great and then like you know i i listen to other podcasts and you know you got those guys out there and it's um or even history channel or anything where they're saying that there was these advanced civilizations and then mm-hmm. something wiped them all out, whether yep. it was, you know, meteorite or whatever that took out the dinosaurs and, like, basically cooked the earth if we get hit with it, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at, like, recorded history, but human history, there's so much more that, like, 
Right. You, just don't you have can't explain. And so it's just, it's, yeah. The, uh, cataclysma events, the pole shifts. Um, there's a really good uh, Netflix special, Ancient Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, addicted to it. So I saw this stat. Is it yesterday? It said, if you started working the day Jesus was born, you made $5,000 an hour and you worked full time, saved up all your money up, up till today, there would still be 30 Americans richer than you. Crazy. Man. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what, I don't I just, I mean, I, I, I'd love to have that problem to have. I just, I mean, <laughs> how do you, I mean. And like even the history of things, um, I've read that the iPhone, Cleopatra, was closer to the iPhone than Cleopatra was closer to the pyramids. Right. Oh wow. And you Building just kind of that. associate that with with yeah. one another, and so I think truthfully, I mean, I feel like our whole kind of historical structure is kind of skewed. I, I think it takes a lot of um, you know self educating to kind of really realize right. what what happened right thousands of years ago but yeah it's interesting yeah it's it's really interesting those were our three questions oh yeah those are good ones those are good not ones as wacky, not as wacky as the first episode also, <laughs> the, I the barbaric invasions <laughs> yeah it's um it was funny because like i said i told you uh we were filming uh the barbarian question and uh Cusick mentioned two towns in the High Valley. He's like, you know, they wouldn't last a day. And we were going to film it. And then he calls me the next day. He's like, hey, you mind not putting that on? I, I just don't want to like, pause any waves this early. Ohio towns? Yeah. Ohio Valley I, towns? I think I know which one. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pick as the best defense? The best defense? It, definitely Coleraine. Coleraine. Yeah. Coleraine for sure. I, I would be confident with... Uh, with the cats in cold rain, I, I think we can hold the fort down. People in cold rain are just down. Yeah. yeah. Even if there's not a barbaric. <laughs> right. Yeah. I listen to where I'd be the same way where I grew up, up in uh Wintersville area. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, like, um, like in the Caddis area or even more, or like Wintersville, Steubenville, more East. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I was just looking for high ground. I wasn't thinking about, staff but <laughs> yeah no i yeah definitely like i said there's who there's, has the highest elevation around us i have i have no idea pull that up <laughs> the beauty of not being live <laughs> the showbiz <laughs> all right um the highest uh for the state is at Campbell Hill in Logan County. Hmm. And then, which is also interesting because they have caves and caverns. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And then for Jefferson, it says um, Jefferson County High Point, unnamed High Point. So that's what it is. And we'll take your word for it. Um, Google. That's yeah. It's city or town is Bush Creek. I would have assumed Hill and Dale. That would be a great guess. And then Harrison is Harrison County High Point. Oh, it says it's in Caddis, 1360. So uh, right before the first half cut, we were talking about food. What would your answer be for the three uh, square block radius of the High Valley if you had to pick one to eat at the rest of your life? Question brought up. Uh, episode one. Bel Air because Bel -Air. of uh, Roosevelt's, with, which I just had today. Stuffed knockies with mozzarella cheese inside. Can't, can't beat it. That then sounds you got, fantastic. Then you got ghouls down the street. Mm -hmm. um, Do you remember where Moffo's Pizza was in Yorkville? I don't. Not off the top of my um, head. It's kind of like right across the street from Walgreens, but they opened up uh, Mimi and Zaya's, and it's uh, Polish food. They have like Ooh. gnocchis okay. and um, sauerkraut. Nice. It's really good food. They have that. Um, the Bill's Bar that used to be there had spicy Italian sausage sandwiches, and now they're kind of recreating it. I vaguely remember Bill's Bar had really good wings or yeah. barbecue. Mm -hmm. It was barbecue wings or barbecue, barbecue wings and, and ribs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's Bill's famous ribs. Yep. Yep, that's what I remember. If you 
when you go right at the front door, there was always a brick right by the door that said, like, on this date in, like, 1950, nothing significant happened. Nice. <laughs> Northfield Bakery shutting down. Completely. Mm-hmm. The end of the month, I believe. And uh, what's uh, what's the one in Ferry? Tina's. Yeah. Tina's is also shutting down, I think. It is. That's next to Cloud9? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see all my landmarks around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I think it's for sale. I guess she was. She's selling everything, so yeah, somebody yeah. can move in real fast. What I never understood is since since I moved down this way, I it just blows my mind that there's no bakery that is open on a Sunday. Right. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Like. It, it's, Especially like Tina's was right there across the street from the church. Why would right, you yeah. not be open right. on Sundays? Right. Take like Monday, Tuesday off or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's just, I just, I mean, everybody has a reason that just blows my mind. So there used to be, I believe the name was Moms and Tots. It used to be right by the police station, Martin's Ferry. There was a donut shop. Really? And they closed down probably when I was in middle school, high school. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you're right. That would be a layup for Tina's. Yeah, right? Donuts after church. Again, everybody has their reasons for running their shop sure, the way they do, sure. but I just that one makes me scratch my head. Mm-hmm. And IGA, Coleraine doesn't. They used to have, uh, I don't know if they had Sunday, but I think everything they have in stock is from the day before. Yeah, I don't they, think they have anybody baking on Sunday morning. You get up there Saturday. In, uh, but I don't know. I, I guess it. I guess it just recently changed hands. New owner. Yeah, there's a lot of new ownership changes. Yeah, so there. I don't know if they're still going to have the same people in the bakery or what, but they those donuts were amazing. Mm-hmm. What, probably the only one would be, it's not even Kroger's? Does Kroger. Kroger's have a bakery in it? Respect. But, I mean, yeah, probably Respects would. I, but I, only, I know what you mean in terms of like an actual like standalone bakery. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. actually making the dough and actually cooking it. Right. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, that would be fantastic. There was these things when I lived in Southern Maryland. This one uh, grocery store, their their bakery, they were called Cronuts. Mm. Cronuts, and it was like a uh, it was like a giant croissant, but it was like flaky like that. But then it'd be like a glazed donut. They were fantastic, but you'd eat one, you'd be on a sugar high, and it yep. crashed yep. so hard. But they because they were huge, they were like this big around. So, but yeah. It, uh, I'd love Doesn't that one. Steubenville have like a really famous bakery? Steubenville Bakery. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, we, um, when my uncle were, uh, owned a car lives in Yorkville, we would get bread from them and we would sell Steubenville Bakery bread out of the mm. pizza shop. And the ladies there that worked there, their backs were like this. Oh, yeah. Just from they, working the oven. Yeah. That one guy, yeah, Steubenville Bakery, um, uh, same thing. That guy down there, he he had a hunchback because he would just constantly be leaning down, yeah, looking into that fire and making sure it was right. And then um, it's downtown bakery is the 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 donut shop. Steubenville Bakery was the bread. Downtown yeah. bakery was downtown the, bakery. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. But um, well, we appreciate their service. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's always um, um. They had like smiley face cookies before Eaton Park. Anybody mm-hmm. knew what Eaton Park was, so it's that's like nostalgic to go down there and get those. And I took my kids down there to get those. And I still one of my best friends comes in from Columbus. He always, you know, walks in and gets a box of those. Make sure he takes his selfie in yeah, front of the yeah, store. Right. Yeah, Let yeah, everybody yeah. know he was in town as he's leaving town, which is genius. The uh, the downtown bakery vaguely remember baklava mm. from the downtown bakery. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, uh, what are the biscotties? I might be mispronouncing. Biscotti. Biscotti. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. those those are the two uh, go tos for my family. Yeah, hey, uh, the the Greek fest is coming up in Stoop. I think it's in oh, it's yeah. in June. I could be wrong, but that's another fantastic. You know, I'm loving all the festivals that are coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm bummed. I'm gonna miss the Italian fest. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. You know what? We we have. A, I want to go. I forget what there was. Something going on last last year. We couldn't go. I don't know. if We were playing someplace or. I believe so. I don't remember. But I I said I wanted to go. There's a, like a brew fest or beer fest in Pittsburgh this weekend. I saw. Mm. Oh nice. That'd be great. But I no. <laughs> <laughs> Been going and going and going and going. I just I just need to recover a little bit. I was going to ask you, um, you know what 
I really wanted to go out and do. Didn't know if there was a band in town that did it. I wanted to go out and sing karaoke with a live band. Is that a crazy idea? I, listen, I think I know a guy. Really? I do. Yeah. Like if I wanted to be a rock star for a night, just for a night. If you were a karaoke singer, scenes. and yeah, yeah, actually, I know, I know two guys, and actually, they have, they have, they have a woman that's with them too. That she, you know, she fills in. She's a phenomenal singer, but yeah, it's uh it's acoustic karaoke. They're called the two by fours. Ah, don't know if you ever heard of them. Where are they playing next? Uh, I think last time I saw on their Facebook page, it was uh, June twenty fourth at the Barton Trap. Barton Trap, be there Ooh. June twenty fourth. Bar- yeah, Barton Trap, love it. They're rocking yeah, it down. It. Yeah, they're. Uh, if you like to do karaoke, and you like cheap cold beer, yeah, we Nothing will hook better. you up. Nothing that's better. it. Best combo in America. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, you should check them out. It's pretty entertaining, <laughs> to say the least. So what's your plans when you get back home in Arizona? Just working. Yeah. Working, golfing, trying to stay out of the heat. I looked at the, the weather. We're back in the one teens. Yeah. One thirteen, one fourteen. Brutal. My daughter and her husband went to uh Matchbox twenty last night. Oh yeah. Oh, and she sent me pictures and that, that amphitheater looks identical to Starlight. Really? <laughs> it's got the two screens on the side the way it's all mm-hmm. set up, but mm-hmm. She said it was a fantastic show. That's cool. Everybody else is uh, out at uh, Neil McCoy tonight. Yeah, out Neil at, McCoy uh, out at uh, Sally yeah, Buffalo shout out Neil Campground. McCoy. Yeah. Free show? Free show. Free show. Wow. Shout brand, out Neil brand McCoy. Brand new stage, huge stage. Love it. I saw on Roger Hordes actually um, opening up for them. Oh, that's cool. Tonight, and he had some pictures of the stage on his Facebook, and it was it looked amazing. Yeah, it's, um, that'd, be, I, that'd be a fantastic show to go see i i've only seen him i know this is you know blasphemy for this area but i've never been to jamboree in the hills really it was never there but i know that he closed it out all the time and he's climbing on mm-hmm. stanchions and yep. yeah dunking his head in pools and yeah just let anybody flip him over dunk and yeah it was, it was crazy man that guy that guy puts on a show that's what you yeah. want to see was it billy got his beer goggles wink I think I played both of those songs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But and he always had the iron, uh, tight iron pants. Look like they were painted on <laughs> every year. Sunday yeah. Jambo was uh, it's a it's a gem. Yeah, it's a gem. Very very few are still going strong on Sunday. And yeah. Luckily, and, I had a friend group that <laughs> they went strong to the eleventh hour. <laughs> so. right, right. At that point, you're just so delirious. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, no, I never made Dehydrated. it. Dehydrated. Always wanted to go, just never made it. I was, I was, you know, after college and I joined the military, it was, I was gone most of the time. But mm-hmm. I think the one time that I had a chance to go, it was like, like the four day pass was like $300 or something. And the yeah. camping on top of it, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll pass. It was, it, it was funny. It's like, what, campsite you stayed at kind of dictated your level of like debauchery definitely. and like how, <laughs> how involved you were in that definitely not on that side of things the the group that you kept was a direct correlation to what you got into yeah, yeah. good bad or indifferent and then like like the campsites too it's like i remember you would have all say like 10 campsites you have 10 people by 10 campsites mm-hmm. you put all the tents on the outer layer and you just have a field free to do whatever you want like some years you'd have couches like tents yeah. like foosball nice. tables we did uh dizzy bat that that was our thing have you ever played mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that that for whatever reason we yeah. loved that shit we couldn't get enough of it yeah we yeah never never Good did times. jambo i wish i would have but that's one of those things that you think would never gonna go away it was huge mm-hmm. yeah yeah you think how could it but then Later on, you think like, I wonder what the insurance was. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I could not imagine. Yeah, and that's like I said, that's that's that was the key thing because you know anymore you go to any anything, it's mm-hmm. uh, you can get a bottle of water at six dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I think the last pirate game I went to, Amy and I went when the Red Sox ran, and it was I I bought two beers and it was like twenty eight dollars. Yeah, like Sounds this is ridiculous. Right. I watched it. Did you ever see that uh, Woodstock '99 documentary? Yeah, 
with like when they had instead of like you know who started out Woodstock like Jimi Hendrix and all you know mm-hmm. the, the hippie movement. It, 99 was like Limp Biscuit, like Kid Rock. <laughs> and they said like beer there was like, say, $1, $2. Water was like 7 And they mm-hmm. said there were like all these horror stories of people waking up and it was just blacktop too. Campsites were blacktop. You had to spend so much money on water. Beer oh, was man. free. I guess it was just mm-hmm. a disaster. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, that, that was a really interesting the uh, days. documentary. Yeah. But yeah, I had a... Uh, a friend of mine that he he's younger than me and it was just it, it blew his mind when he actually sat down and thought he was like so wait a minute like you were old enough to remember like metallica and guns and roses first album and i'm like yeah mm-hmm. yeah had them all as awesome. they were coming out mm-hmm. and i said then you know we saw monsters rock which was uh metallica guns and roses and faith no more like i was on the floor of three rivers and my ticket was like 75 dollars and at that time, you're like, oh, man, I got to work extra. Yeah, right, right. Now those seats are, well, like you said, that Thousands. one, that yeah, one that, fight. Yeah, that fight I saw at ringside, uh, Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Like, I mean, you're sitting ringside, ringside, 25 grand? Crazy. Yeah. But those also aren't average people. Well, what's, right. what's that the one, um, Taylor Swift? Ooh. What are her tickets going for? So it's funny you ask. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend and I, I got tickets for her birthday. And I mean, we were we were not anywhere close to the stage, about the second level up. Um, ours were about 1300 when I bought them opening day. And we could have made a nice profit the day oh, of to sell them. Oh, like, that's, ah. yeah. Same way with Luke Holmes and yep. yeah. everybody. Yep. And I think that's one of the biggest issues is that I think they i don't i don't know if they're trying to curb that but i guess like places like StubHub and SeatGeek, they buy them all buy them all up mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's not really they're not really pushing out albums anymore like i they're if you want to push your music out it's all streaming platforms and i know the reimbursement you get from streaming platforms is nothing like if you would put right, out right 10 right. 12 album record i think all of your your money now all your profit is mostly in live gigs and you know when these, you know these, uh, you know Ticketmaster and these websites are taking more and more of their share. Just this is what is driving. Those fees price. were yeah. crazy too for the, for the Taylor Swift concert. Right. Yeah, it's I mean way overblown. But. Yeah, it was. Uh, I forget what I was looking to get tickets for, and um, oh, I wanted to go see the Grateful Dead. They're playing at Starlight oh, on Monday. Me, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like lawn ticket was like fifty some bucks, and then when you, like when you put it in, it was like. Forty dollars in fees, like a convenience fee, yeah, to do it on the. Well, where else am I going to buy these right, tickets? Right, you don't, you don't have like Kaufman's anymore. That you go up and they print out your tickets right there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. but okay. used to do that. Yeah, you go stand in line someplace to get your tickets everywhere. Now everybody's sitting watching the clock on their. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, That's yeah. what we had to do the second they were available. Jump on them and. Oh, Constant refresh. Yeah. We didn't have online when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, <laughs> the better way. Back in the late 1900s, as my my daughter told me the one time. Yeah, you grew up in the late 1900s. And like I think, um, I watched a Luke Combs interview. He tries to keep his prices on the on the lower side compared, to like I think some artists like Morgan Wallen. I think that's just mm-hmm. yeah. When you're getting mm-hmm. the same area of like Taylor Swift, but like Luke Combs is like you know I understand that. There's a, a ticket price and convenience fee, whatever these websites have. But then like, if you have a kid, that's a babysitter. That's gas to get there. That's parking. He said, sure. like, by the time you add everything up, it's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. And like I said, even just going to a baseball game, the same thing. You go go to a, go to a pirate game. Uh, I don't know about the Indians, but pirate game, if, even if you get cheap seats, you know, I mean, your convenience fees, everything, parking's $25. You get something to eat. I mean, you can on the on the artist side. I I can speak to it though. Sometimes it's totally out of their hands. Yeah, like, right, un- right. Like Luke seems. I don't know, but it seems like he has a little bit more hands-on control mm-hmm. of what he does and kind of how his whole operation moves. Some of these artists, you know, they're it looks like they're running the show, but they're actually oh, third, yeah. fourth in yeah. line of of who gets to say what what goes mm-hmm. on, which is it's kind of crazy because nothing happens without them. But right. Um, yeah, yeah, part, it's, of, uh, part of the business. 
it's sad because it's basically it's robbing people to see sure. live music anymore. And mm -hmm. um, the the problem is, is it just always, you know, we're in a recession. It no matter how much ticket prices are, certain artists are going to sell out. Um, yeah, you know, the Taylor Swift concert that that we went to in uh, Glendale, it was her first um, of the tour. Um, I believe I could be wrong, but I believe it was the most attended female concert in history oh, oh really i uh, mean just standing room only and i'm not like i'm i'm definitely not what do they call a swifty <laughs> no <laughs> uh, but i mean i will give her props i mean she's a hell of a songwriter but and, and plus like the stuff that's going on in her concerts like as far as like a visual show i remember yeah. kaylee went mm -hmm. to one the last year, two years ago, but they gave everybody a wristband that had a light on. Yeah. And it was they, all coordinated to like have this big light show if mm -hmm. everybody held up their their wrist. Oh wow. Yeah, she she did the same thing on that one. And I mean, for for her concert, I it really hit me because at, at one point in time, you know, I'm not in any way, shape or form a Swifty. Um, there was a few songs that came on that, you know, you hear every day on the radio, you kinda knew, but you know, I kinda had this come to Jesus moment, I, I looked around and, you know, there's guys that are late sixties that are pouring their heart out to the song <laughs> wow. and, you know, like of all different creeds and yeah. nationalities. I mean, she, her following is really every possible niche of people. Um, and, you know, everybody pouring their heart out and I'm looking around, and I'm like, am I the only person in the stadium that doesn't know these words right now? Like, am I the idiot that paid this to not know the words? But no, we, we had a great time. It was, it was an amazing concert. Yeah. When I was growing up, every concert also had a light show was when everybody pulled out their, their Bix or their Zippos. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or laser Floyd was in town. Yeah. Now yeah. people do their cell phones. Yeah. Put, put the flashlight on, but. Or you can get there's a lighter app for for the phones. You can it looks <laughs> that put, puts lazy, a lighter lazy. up there, it has a little flame. You can <laughs> yeah. hold your phone up. There's nothing more awkward when you're on stage though, and somebody in like the front or second row is holding up their phone, just making eye contact you with the whole time with their phone. Oh, there. I you, can imagine. You don't want to look at their phone. You don't, I don't. They kind of like no. nod at them. But no, I that I you're a good person to ask. Do you uh, when you're performing? Are you kind of just scanning the crowd or do you notice one person that's like deeply invested into your performance and like you kind of always find yourself making eye contact with them or are you kind of trying to scan? It's it's scanning. Yeah. It's really not looking really not much eye con not much eye contact at all. It takes a lot to kind of like get my attention if like somebody just starts really dancing or like Sure. Cuz you're in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like like with me like I don't really pre-write like guitar solos i kind of like do everything on the fly and mm -hmm. freestyle so a lot of it i'm just in my own head kind of sure. just yeah looking at the band and that's awesome yeah I, it's it's all scanning until like somebody catches my attention then i'll but it takes a lot something has to be going on I'll be like well what's going sure. on sure right. start taking your shirt off and, yeah yeah, yeah that, that'll get my attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one time we uh we were playing at this club at Blazing Saddles. It's not there anymore in Columbus, but they had this fake bull skull on the wall behind the drumming, behind the uh, drum kit. And for this show in particular, we all came out at the same time and immediately started playing. And I ran out to my spot and we just started playing a song. I didn't hear any drums. I'm just scanning around. And then finally, I, I'm like, where's the beat coming? So like, I finally like snap out of what I'm doing. I look back. And my drummer, uh, Cooey, shout out to Bruce Cooey, he, uh, he would always grab his uh, drum cage and like just swing himself around to get back behind it. Well, he swung himself. That bull skull was pointed. Oh, got man. him right at the temple. So like as I'm playing, I don't hear anything. And then I kind of like come back you know, into my own mind, turn around, and he is just going like this, blood, mm -hmm. blood everywhere. There was a trail of blood from the drum kit backstage. And luckily... Uh, Matt's aunt Barb was there and like took care of him, patched him up so he could go back and play the rest of it. Man, true dedication. That's oh, it, yeah. man. Nothing like yeah, it, it takes a lot to get gored in the face and then yeah. come back and start playing. <laughs> yeah, and it was just the tiniest little pinhole, but that thing was just so sharp. It was just a fake sure. bull skull they had. He just he had a bit, he might have had like 17 piece drum kit. 
Oh my lord! And like he would have the rage cage, and we would set it up before shows. He would pick up one, and I would pick up the other. We would lift it on stage, and he would build it off of that. Oh man! Sometimes he would do that, like when we were instructed to have like thirty seconds in between bands, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What are we doing?" Like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that that drives me nuts when you when you're playing someplace and they book bands on top of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this guy's gonna play from one to three. Then you guys are gonna play from three to five. No, we're not. Yeah. we'll start at four probably by the time yeah. they unload and we load in and it's just that they never a lot of places don't take that into, into account that you know that it's it's not just unless you're playing someplace it's just a plug and play and you're a solo guy and yeah. that's that's the only way you can do back to back very quick or if the, the club owner comes up with the great solution oh he'll just use your drum kit he'll just use your like your setup and you're just like yeah. oh no 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 I'd never not. never yeah. touch another man's drum kit Learn that from Step Brothers. <laughs> the the great lessons of Step Brothers. Well, I think we're approaching that time. For yeah, a little, little uh, wrap on this episode. Thank you for coming back in. After, of course, yeah. Thank you for having me. A little mishap. It's a pleasure. Of... Grateful you guys have me. No, no, man. Was, I I appreciate it. It's good to good to have you in. Good to finally meet you. And um, it. likewise, likewise. It's been a uh, fun ride. So. Uh, Luckily, after our mishap from the second half, we were able to catch him on his way to the airport. Get him back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find, we'll find him a different, Bo- find him a different. Boarding, boarding in the next hour. Yeah. We'll find him.